She howls, she bites, she wants to take me down with all of her might. She snarls, she growls, but now I'm ready to put up a fight. I've been in therapy for a hundred years, and there's a piece that I finally found. I've let go of so many fears, and she is not gonna kick me around. I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me to kick you out the door. Hi, I'm Judy Ray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. You know, my tagline is, been there, done that, learned a lot. The truth is, like all of you, I have not been here before. So I'm learning something new about this situation every day. And I'm noticing that if I can manage to get a little more self-care into my life right now, it really helps. And if we ever needed some wild wisdom, now would certainly be the time. So today I thought I would check in with master quantum energy healer, practitioner and teacher Nikki Nagaraj to get her take on what we can do to feel more comfortable taking a little more time to nurture ourselves. Joining us by phone from her home in Costa Rica is Nikki Nagaraj. Hi Nikki, welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Hi Judy, thank you. I want to talk to you today about self-care. I hear people say often that they they really want to take better care of themselves and they try to eat right and they exercise and they do all this, but they're still stressed and they're still this and that and they really don't know exactly what to do. So I am wondering if a lot of people that you work with have that same question. It's like, where do I start? Definitely. And I've definitely noticed that with most of my most of my clientele that they have trouble actually just getting started. They usually have great ideas about, oh, I want to eat different, I want to exercise, I want to meditate, go to yoga or whatever. But actually adapting that into their lifestyle becomes really difficult. And what I've noticed is that they tend to have such grandiose plans for how they want their life to be that it feels really unreachable. Mm. And so... Yeah. So one of the things I like to tell my clients is, can we break this down to something really, really small to get started? Um, And can we just start taking action towards doing it today? And that oftentimes when I say today, that can be an overwhelming idea because people like to think about what they're going to do different. (laughs) Yes. Think about (laughs) it. Noodle on it. Yes. Procrastinate. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Those things. Exactly. And and a lot of that thinking, I've seen that thinking process take anywhere from a few days to a few years or maybe a <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> so I try to get people out of that by saying, okay, great, you want to make some changes in your life. What can you do today? And if we can all stop and just say, what can I do today? It makes a difference because any little tiny change we make in the right direction counts. Oh, I like and that. I like that. that. We have to take in the small wins that we have or the actions, the small actions that we take. The important thing is right there, what you said is to take action. Um, It's very important that you could argue that thinking is an action, Mm -hmm. but in, 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 in my profession, I like to tell people, no, I actually need you to make a difference in your life. Thinking about it is something that can go on and on forever. I want something that is actionable that's going to give you results. So... 
if, for example, someone wants to go on a diet, let's just say, but they're still reading, they've read, you know, a hundred different diet <laughs> regimens and they haven't chosen the right one for themselves, I say, okay, how about instead of finding the perfect diet first, what if today you just drink more water? Mm. Or what if what if today you just add a couple handfuls of green vegetables into your diet? Just make a small modification, something easy to do today. And once you take a little step, it turns into a big step. And honestly, the best changes that we can create for ourselves are going to happen in small steps. That's also like the one day at a time, you know, it's like... I think that happens to a lot of us. We overthink things, or we think they're going to be harder than it is, and so we put it off. So what are some of the little things you have them do? Well, the first thing I like people to do, actually, is just, well, the first thing I like to do is I like them to get clear about what it is they want to create for themselves, uh, what is it you actually want, um, and to get very real with themselves about it. For example, if you want to lose 20 pounds, but you don't want to change the way you eat, then it's not realistic to think that you're going to lose 20 pounds. So I think getting real with ourselves, being honest with ourselves, owning our truth is a good step and being very realistic um, and not shooting for the moon right out of the gate. How about, you know, just a small actual steps? Like I said, um, maybe drinking some water. If someone says, oh, I really want to meditate, but, oh, I just can't seem to find the time. Then I tell people, why don't you try to meditate for just five minutes? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, I don't have time to do yoga. Well, how about just for five minutes again? Uh, because these little gestures towards ourselves, these little gestures that are meaningful acts of love towards ourselves, they add up really fast. And once you've taken a few small steps of love towards yourself, you'll find yourself wanting to take a bigger step. And that five-minute gesture becomes a 10-minute gesture. And that 10-minute gesture maybe becomes someday a 30-minute gesture. Next thing you know, you've integrated into your daily lifestyle a nice self-care routine that's meaningful to you because you it feels so good and you built up to it. You didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm never eating sugar again, <laughs> and I'm only going to eat vegetables. It, it's better to take these small steps. So, and to always be progressing, always progress, always take a small step and then take another small step tomorrow. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I think that once we start, actually, once we just set the intention that we're actually going to be uh, paying more attention to our self-care and our self-love, I can just say from my own experience that doing things like you just said, like one step at a time, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. And the next thing you know, it's true. And I, for myself, I, this is true. I have found that once I do that and I like it, I want to do more of it. And then pretty soon I'm in the gym four days a week. It's gradually built up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I like this. <laughs> so those are the yeah, kinds I of... I feel good. And I'm doing yeah. something nice for myself. Yeah. And it's easy. And I do have time. Yeah. So it's those small introductions that are, are the most meaningful. And, and the biggest message I would say to someone is do it. Just do it. Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Don't strategize and plan, your, you know, plan excessively. Just think of one tiny thing you can do today. Every single one of your listeners in this moment, maybe they're in their cars or at home, whatever, they can actually just stop for less than a minute and just think, what is something small I can do for myself today? I like that. 
also, I think that for me, and I'd like to know if you've found this with some of your clients, and that is that I've had to let go of some of my ideas about the way things are, the way I thought they were, because that was what I was taught, that was in my family or or my culture. And, and the big one is expectations, <laughs> letting go of expectations. Do you have anything that you could uh, enlighten our listeners with about how to go about letting go of some expectations? Sure. Well, one of the things you can, if you really break an expectation down, it's really an attachment to perfection. Mm. Uh, when we expect things to be a certain way, whether we were raised that way or we have fantasized about it in a certain way, we really are attached to the, to the perfection of the vision. And then it becomes an expectation, which, of course, always leads to disappointment. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Yes. If you know, I, I would advise that we start with looking at our at our needs for perfection. And a lot of people suffer from this this over obsessive need to be perfect, and it really works against you ninety percent of the time. I very rarely see someone who is a perfectionist who is happy. So, ooh, that's interesting. That's really so, interesting. And it's, yeah, and it's true. So, pay attention to your thoughts, and if you find yourself having um, it's okay to have lofty goals as long as you have a plan for how to get there. But if you just have these lofty goals for things to be perfect and these high expectations without a plan, then you're being you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Right and so, failure. <laughs> and failure, yeah, exactly, and disappointment. So so let's let's keep it real, <laughs> so to speak. But um, in terms of how do we let go of those expectations, that is a bit more of a conversation around opening our hearts to the unknown, the unknown aspects of life trust. and really taking some time to meditate and trust and have faith in the divine flow of your life and in the, the divine plan for your life. And if you can surrender and step into that trust and faith and flow, obviously, over time, your need for um, perfection or your falsely high expectations are definitely going to be minimized. And you're going to just experience more ease and grace because it's only when you're just going with the flow, which is obviously the obvious of perfectionism and the opposite of expectation. Um, it's only when you are in that condition that you have an opportunity to experience grace in your life. Everything else is going to be very forced. I think that's very true. I also find that, at least for myself, that uh, anything I can find to do that empowers me gives me more of an impetus to, to make the change. Definitely. And the number one recommendation I could make for someone to feel empowered, the very easiest thing I think anyone can do is to just own their truth. Mm. So often we put a mountain of energy into fooling someone else or even fooling ourselves into believing that we really like something that we don't like or that we want something we don't want. That's really where it all starts. You know, once you, you get to know yourself, what is it they say? Know thyself, and then you can be authentic with yourself and others. And that's great advice, Nikki. Thank you so much. That's a great suggestion. We've been speaking with Nikki Nagaraj from her home in Costa Rica, and, and she's given us some great information today about how we can take these action steps, small ones, 
to uh, taking better care of ourselves and loving ourselves. Thanks again, Nikki, and hopefully we'll be speaking again soon. I hope so. Thanks, Judy. Thank you. Take care. Have a great week. I love what Nikki said about expectations being an attachment to perfection and that she rarely sees a person that's a perfectionist that's really happy. And that reminded me of an insight from my friend, Dr. Howard Murad's book, Creating a Healthy Life. He said, quote, be imperfect, live longer. And I like that. And if you enjoyed this podcast today, you can find more on my website, wildwomanwisdom.org. And when you get there, please follow me on Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm letting this podcast and website kind of unfold without pushing it too much, which is, which, is, which is not my normal way to start something new. But I'm trusting that by just setting the intention and then, of course, showing up and doing the work, that I'm creating a meaningful place to share and soak up some wild wisdom and to have some fun while we're doing that. You know, so far that's happening organically. And I, I love that. We're, we're attracting some wild women and men I like that, and I'm excited to see what we're all going to create. Well, you know, as my theme song says, I'm uh, taming my inner critic because the wild woman in me just doesn't want to listen to that voice anymore. And if you happen to have one of those voices, I invite you to join me in taming your inner critic. Well, have a great week, and remember, be imperfect. You'll live longer. I'm Judy Ray with Wild Woman Wisdom on nowwithpurpose.com. I'm taming my inner critic. You have no power over me. I'm taming my inner critic. Knowing my worth has finally set me free.